quick thank you to our sponsors for making this podcast possible. They keep this show free to listen to. With Mother's Day around the corner, are you thinking about a truly special gift for your mom? Let me tell you about mylifeinabook.com. It's a unique service that turns your mom's life stories into a beautiful book. Pretty cool, right? Here's how it works. Every week, mylifeinabook.com will send her questions via email. These can be pre-written questions about her life or any custom questions you wish to ask. And then she can either type her responses or use their voice-to-text feature. And mylifeinabook.com compiles all of her responses into a beautiful keepsake book. And guess what? They can even create an audiobook using her voice recordings. It's like preserving her voice and her stories for eternity. This book becomes a legacy, something your future generations can treasure forever. Your mom's given you a lifetime of stories. This is your chance to give her a way to share them. I used mylifeinabook.com to compile my own stories to give to my daughters for Mother's Day. Check out mylifeinabook.com and use code PEACE at checkout for 10% off. Create an unforgettable gift for your mom this Mother's Day. That's mylifeinabook.com. Use code PEACE for 10% off today. I came to parenting with everything I learned in childhood, yelling, punishing, controlling, and shaming. After trying almost every method, I found connective parenting and was totally shocked when empathy, listening, doing away with rewards and consequences, and being a safe place actually worked. It moved the behaviors of my children and it felt good, especially with my very strong-willed and highly sensitive oldest daughter. This podcast was born out of the idea of sharing the message and helping parents find more peace in a modern world. Welcome to the Peace and Parenting Podcast. So glad you're here. Welcome back to the Peace and Parenting Podcast. I'm Michelle and I'm so glad you're here. We're going to talk about this idea of if your child's behavior angers you, is it time to start asking yourself why? Why is it that my child's behavior is angering me? And where do I think it's coming from? And is it really, is it our child's fault? I mean, I I hear a lot of us say, and I've said it a million times too, they push me over the edge. They just push too far. Like they've gone too far this time. Which is true. They definitely go too far and they push too hard and they, they really push the boundaries and they want control and autonomy and they're childish and they're immature and they behave in very unnerving ways. Our kids do. I'm sure we do too, according to them. But that's not something that's necessarily in our control. The only thing that is in our control is, is ourselves and our own reactions. So can we really blame our children for our emotional dysregulation in moments that are hairy? Sure, they're acting in ways that are hard and they're pushing us to our outermost limit. But isn't that kind of what they're supposed to do? Aren't they acting in ways that are just childlike? And is the anger less about the child and more about us? If we see ourselves getting really upset and unable to maintain our composure when our kid is unkind or when they're doing something crazy or otherwise being childish, maybe there's a piece of our own childhood trauma that needs to be healed. And are we upset perhaps that they aren't listening and maybe we were never listened to and we're trying to get this need to be listened to met through our child? Perhaps we were always yelled at and when our child yells at us, it triggers us right back to our childhood 
And we feel like we need to stand up for ourselves and we need to not take it because we took it so much as a child. So when we're dysregulated and having a hard moment because our kid is dysregulated and having a hard moment, is it more about us and our well-being and what's going on? Have we had a hard day? Are we having a hard time navigating, being a parent, working, taking care of the house, taking care of social lives, going to activities, all the things? Like, is that overwhelming? And I mean, I think that's realistic. Like for instance, today I had a packed day and Pia has is a competitive dancer and she just throws all her costumes on my floor and says, you know, they need to be cleaned. And I get it. They do need to be cleaned. Some are hand washed, some are put in a delicate cycle, some are dry clean. There's like eight of them. I don't want to do it. I don't have time to do it. I don't have time to go to the dry cleaners. And I started to feel myself just get mad. And I wanted to get mad at her and be like, why do you just throw them on my floor? But it, it, it wasn't about her. <laughs> you know, it really was about me and where I was in my own day and in my own mind and in my own, you know, peace of mind, really, or lack thereof for in this case. And it had nothing to do with her. But I couldn't maintain my, my cool. I had to walk away because I just wanted to like, oh, like, I don't want to do these stupid costumes. So is my world coming out, oozing out because it's too much onto my child? And is that anger really about them? Or really is that anger about myself and my own my own life and you know where I feel out of control or where I feel like I'm doing too much or you know I start to get resentful because I, I'm the default parent, even though I'm divorced, I'm still the default parent. And I guess you're even more so the default parent when you're divorced, you do everything. I was doing everything when I was married, but I feel like I have to do everything, the social calendars and the dance stuff and the school emails and all the things and work and take care of everybody and food and blah, 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 blah. And so does that stuff get to me? And then is my anger really exacerbated by the behavior my child displays? So let's say my somebody hits somebody or you know someone says an unkind thing. Do I take it in a way that I make it personal and or do I take it in a way that frustrates me or makes me angry as opposed to being able to maintain my cool? And and oftentimes we can't maintain our cool cool because we have too much going on. But this is not the fault of our children nor their actions. They're just being kids and they'll continue to over time, you know, time and time again, they're going to be acting in childish ways. And so how do we respond to them that, that feels good as opposed to making it about them. And when we make it about them, also do we put ourselves in some sort of paradigm that doesn't feel good where they are in charge of how we feel or they are made responsible for our dysregulation as opposed to taking our dysregulation on ourselves and saying, "Uh, actually, I'm getting mad because they're being unkind, but am I really mad at them? Or am I just angry because I'm having a hard time too in my own world? And am I letting it get to me? Is it part of my childhood? Is it part of my current moment right now that's hard hard to maintain my cool? What is it? And is our child responsible for making us feel better and for taking on our angst or taking on our old unmet needs? Isn't it really our responsibility to take care of that stuff? But how do we do it? How do we take care of our unmet needs and how do we maintain our sanity? 
You know what I don't miss at all? The vicious week before my period. I always used to feel like I was walking in quicksand and craving the most unhealthy of foods. My sleep was always off and my moods were unpredictable. Now it's easier to manage PMS with EstroControl. Happy Mammoth, the company that created Hormone Harmony, is dedicated to making women's lives easier. And that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. They make no compromise when it comes to quality and it shows. And the biggest benefit, feeling like myself again. That's what women mention over and over in their reviews. And there are over 14,000 reviews of Hormone Harmony. For a limited time, you can get 15% off the entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use code PEACE at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code PEACE for 15% off today. This episode is sponsored by Byheart. Byheart features a patent protein blend that gets closest to breast milk. Their formula includes the most abundant protein, alpha-lac, found in breast milk, as well as lactoferrin, the number one protein found in colostrum. Byheart is an easy-to-digest formula, which includes prebiotics and an 80-20 whey-to-casein ratio like an early breast milk, making it great for a newborn's digestive system. Byheart is the only U.S.-made infant formula made with certified clean ingredients, including organic, grass-fed, whole milk, not skim. What it doesn't have is soy, corn syrup, GMOs, or palm oil. Curious about Byheart? Redeem your welcome offer at byheart.com forward slash podcast. Use code PEACE for a limited time. Additional terms and conditions apply. I'll tell you right now, I've been having a really hard time maintaining my sanity. I think I'm overworking. And it's interesting because I can be here and I'm like, oh, I have clients all day telling me, oh, this happened, that happened. I'm like, oh, here, here's a great idea. Well, here, you should try this. And then I emerge from my office and I'm like, what's everyone doing? You know, like super cranky parenting coach mom is is not the super, you know, connected resourced person coming out of her office, you know, seven hours later. And I feel like I'm almost hypocritical, like, oh, you're doing a really great job with your with your kids when you're just snapping at everything because you're not resourced, but you're telling everyone else what to do. Like it seems it seems really hypocritical at, at moments, in moments. And I've been having a really hard time with it lately. And I've been trying to just like really recognize that my upsets, most of them, I'd say 90% of my, maybe even 100% of my upsets have nothing to do with my children. They just happen to be whatever was near me when I wasn't doing well. And they're always seem to be near me, especially when I'm not doing well. And so it's easy to blame them or their behavior or it becomes this place where you can like just get mad because you need to get it out. I think our kids are the same way. You know, they have something happen at the playground or they didn't get the right thing they wanted for dinner or they went to school and someone said something snarky to them. And then all these, they don't really get mad at all those things, but those things start to sit on their psyche. And then the last straw that broke the camel's back is, you know, they didn't get Cheerios for breakfast and they really wanted them and now they're pissed. And is that anger exacerbated by their underlying dysregulation and old issues? And is that just the same as us? Aren't we just the same that it isn't about Pia and her costumes? It's really about me and my exhaustion. And 
maybe it's also me and my like resentment around having to be and do everything for everyone. And is it about her? The poor kid just wants her costumes washed. I get it. She can't hand wash those. I have to do it. And so it's like, where do we accept responsibility for our own missteps? And where do we also allow that for our children who are also doing the same thing? The thing is, we're the adults and hopefully we can catch ourselves or mostly catch ourselves, you know, but we'll we'll never be perfect. I'm definitely not perfect. And as of late, I feel like I'm not a great parent these days, but I'm not going to stop trying and I'm not going to stop, you know, leading with connection and doing all the things that I tell other people to do. But I also really am realistic about how hard it is and how much I falter. And that much of it has to do with this idea of my own self-regulation and like taking care of myself too. I think that's where I've I've fallen down lately. I don't know about the rest of you, but I feel like I've really fallen down since the holidays. Like I've just been grinding, 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 go, 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 go. And um, I love it. I mean, I love being busy. I love my work. I, I love this podcast. I love all the things that I do, but I need a little bit of balance. And I think many of us get there. We get to this place where we're out of balance, you know, and Oftentimes, our dysregulation comes pouring out on our children unknowingly. We don't even want to do it. But also when we say things like, well, they really pushed me over the edge or they really made me angry or that behavior was really pushing my buttons. I believe that when we say those phrases, it really pits us against them. Like they're doing something against us. Like they're trying so hard to unnerve us. And maybe they are. Maybe they're trying hard to unnerve us to get a reaction because they're craving some sort of connection. Maybe they're pushing just hard enough to see if you're noticing. Uh, Many of these things I think could be true. But is it really them trying to be mean to us? Are they these, you know, did they plan this whole thing out to get to us? I don't think so. Are they really trying to push our buttons? I think they're trying to get an unmet need met. I think they're trying to see if we care. I think it's all so much more innocent than that. But oftentimes children are not given the benefit of the doubt and children are thought of in this light where like they're doing something against us. But if we adopt that mentality in our own mind, then it can also inform the way in which we come to them. It can put you in a paradigm where you really do believe your kid is after you. And that then when they do something that you don't like, even if it's not really their fault, you become upset. Because you already have this idea in your head that they're trying to be mean or they're trying to push your buttons or they're doing the wrong thing on purpose because they have an ulterior motive. I think if we can get rid of that thinking, like just depart from that whole idea and really come in with this idea that they're childish, acting in childish, immature ways. And they're pushing buttons, so to speak, or they're crossing boundaries, so to speak, to try to get an unmet need met and to try to feel the connection, try to feel the attention, try to feel the love. And if they can't get it in a positive way, they might try to get it in a negative way. So if we can let that idea go and just say they're immature, they're just doing their best to get through. And can we try to really notice, is my anger mine or is my anger really coming from my child? And is it even possible for them to be responsible for my anger? I wish I was one of these like enlightened people. I've been telling people like, what would the Dalai Lama do? Like, I don't know what he would do, but he definitely is not going to lose it when his kid says something unkind or does something wrong. He's not going to say, look what you made me do. Like my parents did. I think they, you know, they come with some sort of enlightenment where they're 
above it all and it doesn't doesn't seem to permeate them so much, these enlightened people. Gabor Mate, I would imagine he's like that. Or I wonder if he gets mad at people around him. I'd be interested to know. He's kind of my idol right now. But I guess the idea is like, can we take responsibility for our own anger and say, that's on me. I'm not mad at you, Pia. I just don't want to do these costumes right now. And that pushed me over the edge. And can I recognize that in myself and be able to, you know, backpedal where I need to and be able to reverse that idea where I need to so that I can get into the right mindset? And can that mindset be more like, hmm, you know what? I'm going to take responsibility for my own feelings. I'm not going to place that responsibility on my child. I'm not going to say that they upset me or make me angry because it's not about them. It's about me. And I'm going to fly at, I'm going to parent at 30,000 feet and, and maintain my, my composure as much as I possibly can and notice maybe where some of those unmet needs are in my own childhood or in my own upbringing and, and try to talk about those and journal about them. And I have a great journaling um, guide that I'll link here. It's healing ourselves through journaling and just ask simple questions about those experiences. When you're triggered, when you're having an upset, what does it remind you of? Where did it come from? What do you believe is the deeper meaning here and the deeper understanding of yourself here? And can you get there on your own? You probably can. I think all of us can. If we think deeply enough, we can get there. And then if we can think deeply enough, can we talk ourselves into a new mindset? And this new mindset is really thinking the best of our children. They're doing their best. They're not trying to make us mad. They're not trying to push our buttons. They're just trying to exist in this world and get their needs met. Okay, I hope that was helpful. Thanks for joining me on the Peace and Parenting Podcast. And I'll see you guys next time. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.